0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.
1: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at Burrow.com slash Acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at Burrow.com Acast.
2: You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104.
1: It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. And now we're going to talk about the paranormal and you can let us know if you've ever seen something out of the ordinary that you couldn't logically explain. Because joining us now on the line is um, a gentleman from the Paranormal Supernatural Investigations Ireland they've claimed, r- claimed recently to have found footage of a ghost at a castle down in Galway. Joining us on the line now from the uh, from the group is mit- Mr. Richard Morrison Richard how are things?
2: I'm very well Cormac thank you and thanks for having me on the show.
1: Uh, listen no problem at all because these are Rose, you know, fascinating conversations. And maybe before we get to the recent story about the recent ghosts that you you feel you may have come across on the latest kind of investigation, how did you wind up in this line of work?
2: That's a very good question, Cormac. I believe that anyone that does get involved in paranormal investigations has to have some sort of personal experiences. Um, me myself, and I'm speaking for myself, is I've had a paranormal experiences. From about six years old and that led right up to the age of 16 um, years old and i would be honest with you um, I asked my I mean if, I, if you want me to explain what happened to me or oh please yeah a, please do yeah yeah I mean well to be honest with you I asked my great grandfather when I was about six um, I just out of the blue I said to him would you ever visit me grandpa when you died and he said of course I would two weeks later my grandfather had he go to hospital and it was just for a routine operation and basically he hemorrhaged on the operating table and it was due mm. to the surgeon so about, about two weeks after my grandfather's death I remember waking up and just, just out of the no, just an instant, wait, I woke up like as if somebody woke me up and I looked over to the side and I seen this green, luminous um, figure standing beside my uh, vestibule, uh, sorry, the dressing, dressing mm-hmm. table unit I should say and um, I just kind of got, I was amazed by it, and I kind of got scared and then I put my head over the blanket because I was actually quite frightened at the same time and I told yeah. my parents the next morning what happened and I was told that ah, it's just a dream, it's just your imagination but I didn't see a face but at the same time I I felt the next day that it was my grandfather but then the second night this same uh, reoccurrence happened again. So then I told my parents again and again I was being told you're dreaming you're imagining it, that your imagination this is where I'm getting back to. You. I believe that kids have a sixth sense and we all have that sixth sense but I think we get older we start attaching ourselves from this sense and then when I was 16 I woke up I, again is just waking up at night and it was standing at the bottom of my bed and again it was more of a shock to see it again and from that time difference from that age. So it was two occurrences when I was six and the next one was at 16 and then again Cormac I'm sitting in a, in a living room on my own and I know nobody's in the house and I was about 15 at the time and the lights literally turn off and on the two light switches you could hear them going click 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 and the lights are going off and on I mean again that was just that's unexplainable that is that's what I would call paranormal.
0: What would you say to anyone that would say oh well maybe you've got an overactive imagination?
2: Yeah well sure you see a lot of people would say that but I mean that you can't be I mean I still remember what I was doing I was watching um uh, uh, what was it I was watching Heartbeat that's how long ago I remember It was on uh, UTV at the time and I remember watching that and just the, the light switch there's no way that could have been an overactive ma- imagination when the lights are going off and on flashing and the switches are going click 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 that happened I mean back I mean even I said I wish I had, had a some sort of camera back then they uh, had proven
1: yeah. what happened so from, from then on obviously you've had these experiences which you can't explain and have obviously left you know an impression on you how do you then go from that to you know actively seeking out and investigating paranormal situations and incidents.
2: Well, you see, Cormac, exactly because I've had a personal experience and I've always been interested in, um, you know, afterlife, I believe, that we... You know, there is life after we die. Pointless if we're going to live the 80, 70 years old and then that's it. People say, oh, it's like a light switch, you're gone. You know, I believe that this is a stage where we are and then we move on to another stage. We just don't end here. We keep going. We're, we are energy ourselves. And then sometimes the energy has a residue. It stays within the earth. I don't believe that it just ends when we die. And, um, and I, I think that's what's got me more and more. I think that's everybody's fascination. What happens after we die? Because nobody knows when we die. What happens when we die? Nobody no one can come back and tell us what happened so that's why I'm yeah. fascinated by it and that's our, you know, that would be one of my drives to prove yeah. that there is something after
0: life I think there definitely is and I often say that like I'd feel somebody's presence as opposed to seeing a ghost itself or a ghost like figure but I do remember I used to do the overnight shift in FM 104 so that was like my daytime it wasn't tiredness it wasn't anything like that but yeah. on multiple occasions I saw what I can only describe as a face not a scary face in the window where we have the news booth which is right next to the studio that we would have been in I was on my own and I remember thinking I should be terrified of this and I wasn't but it would just kind of flash and I'm I'm sure that it was something like a a ghost like figure and I said this to a few people and I had one or two people that said they've heard similar stories throughout the years in the building don't know what that could have been I don't know like it can't be explained it never worried me it never scared me but I never believed in ghosts before that and Mm -hmm. I would be someone that kind of gets scared easy with horror films or anything like that. So,
2: you see, and you're mentioning about what you just seen. You see, a lot of people are under the impression that uh, it's buildings. You see, you got to remember, Ireland is a very old country. Um, you know, we have a monument there, Newgr- uh, Stone uh, Grange, It's five thousand two hundred years old, older than Stone Age and uh, the pyramids of Giza. I mean, the land itself is as old as those, you know, those famous locations and houses and people think the house is haunted or, no, I don't even say like, the word haunted, but you know, it has energy or it has, it has entities, but it's that's all to do with the land. That's what we believe as paranormal investigators, you know. So, you know, the building itself, have you done any research yourself about the building? Have you actually looked and found out was there, you know, what was the building before? Or, you know, that helps to, you know, Sorsha, I when mean, you're mm-hmm. actually trying to determine, you know, is there possible to be a spirit in that building?
0: I never, ever thought any- anything more of it when I finished on the overnights that was the end of that I never experienced it before but is there a reason why you might discover these things in the evening as opposed to maybe during the day
2: no this is where I was going to actually um, say to you we, we done an experiment there about a couple of months ago and um, we done it in the castle we basically done an investigation during the day and if anything we were getting exactly the same um, activity that we would get at night time we believe that spirits do not have the concept of time it doesn't night time and this between like three o'clock and half three because the witching hour or between 3 and 4 a.m. Basically, I just think these Chinese whispers, they're not... I don't believe that that's... I believe activities around us all the time. And as I said, we were amazed by some of the activity that we actually caught in some of our equipment, the, the mel meter and the K2, fluctuations in high temp- uh, drop in temperatures and uh, EMF was very high. So daytime is just as good as nighttime, Saoirse.
0: I was just thinking maybe it's because there's a lot of people around during the day and there's a lot of noise and a lot of luck going on that you might that, not that's be... Probably,
2: well. That's probably... That's, that's a very good... Yeah, that's probably be a very good answer or two. yeah, because I suppose there's a lot of uh, distraction, but um, that's we just wanted to be go out and try a daytime investigation and um, we were, you know, because people always seem to do, I suppose it's the effect of doing an investigation at night that makes it more intense and all, and you've got the, the darkness and, you know, but again, I mean, you can just get as much in the daytime as during nighttime. So
1: what happened at one of your recent investigations out in Galway, you claim to have found, was it a presence or a ghost out in Castle Ellen House?
2: Yes. Walter Peter Lambert, we believe it is. And I mean, we just didn't jump off the bandwagon, um, Cormac, after we we done a lot of research about the people that was that had connections to the house. Yeah, so we believe that we've actually looking at the pictures, going through. His eyes are very very similar. I mean, you can actually. I mean, we've shown this picture to non-believers. We call it skeptics, and we just say, "What do you see there?" Just to test them out. I see a face there. That's, that's all we want to hear. Just that's it. You can see a face. That's great. That's all we want to know. And you know, when we when this was kept on the momentum, we said we got we actually probably we have to get this out to show people what we've actually what we caught what we captured.
1: So for someone who. Who hasn't necessarily seen the, the, the photo or, or the, the pictures that you've shared online so, so what you believe you've you captured a face in
2: it was up in the attic and i would like to mention uh cormac it was thanks to uh lynn mack psychic medium who's from dublin herself who traveled up that night to see us to do an investigation with us and she was very very good because we were walking along the stairs and she said richard i feel a very bad presence or a sort of not a nice presence it's all it was all on our Facebook page anyway but she said she felt a presence up in the attic she said you need to go up there and take lots of pictures and I walked up with the camera actually recording video it was my colleague who had the Olympus camera and started snapping pictures just and this is how you end up catching things like this you have to take lots and lots and lots of pictures and it was only going through it we spotted that picture so we had the guidance of the psychic telling us to go up to the attic there's something not good up there with the presence
0: because the picture's so clear. I mean, the guy has quite a large nose. I'd say he looks yeah,
2: so like a funny I nose, I, sure. it's, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, um, we, uh, we've actually we kind of we've obviously kind of made that look more resolution to give you to see more because you can actually even you with know, no, you can see his face definitely. You can see the two eyes are symmetrical. You know, there's that's, that is that is what we say is genuine as you would get.
1: Mm. And obviously, when you go into this line of work, as you mentioned, you do come across sceptical people who will just you know you, you're never going to convince certain people of certain things anyway and some people obviously looking at this face would see I'm looking at the picture right now and yeah I, I do see a face I'm like yeah, it's clear as day it's a, it's a face but yes. what do you the, the one argument that you might get back to that is don't we naturally have an ability to see faces in things that aren't really there you know you look at the front of a car some people might you know think of it as, as a face oh, you're or certain here, items yeah. around the house and you just kind of it, it, it's just because we're seeing not that it's not there but we're programmed to see faces and maybe it's just our, our own own, not necessarily our imagination, but we're perceiving a face like the, the the mountain on the or the mound on on Mars, where people think that it's a, it's a face, and it just happens to be the, the way the lighting yes. is at a yes. certain time. So, I mean, what would you say to people who just say, "Listen, it, it does look like a face, but it's it's not a ghost. It's just us perceiving it that way."
2: Yeah, that's paradolia. Yeah. So that this, yeah. this 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 new word came out there only a couple of years. These are the people that are obviously don't have any faith, not not faith, it's any belief in the paranormal. So they come up with this new name, paradolia. So basically, like you said, we are tuned. Look at faces, but we've um, assessed the um, the background. Cormac, you know, you can see mm-hmm. the wall. This is this this is just you can see the wall. This all of a sudden, this face breaks the features of the wall. You know, it's you could get away with it and say, oh yeah, look, it's exactly the same shade at the background. There's it's too good, you know, to be even called Paradoria To be honest, Cormac, you know, I'm, I know, I'm aware about Paradoria and um, definitely yeah. it's, it's that's not Paradoria. That is, I mean, we you see we have it on our Facebook page. We have Lynn Mac, as I said, tell telling us on the recording Richard, you need to go upstairs and Anthony Douglas had the the camera and she told us to go up and do it it wasn't like we just decided to go and take it she actually told us and there's another picture we have on the page too, she said "My someone, whoever her guy told her to tell us to stay away from the window, again when she said that Anthony Douglas took a lot of pictures at the window and we have a picture on our page again where, see, again, to the normal eye, you can see a head looking through the window. I mean, paradolia or again, it's just coincidence, I don't know, um, for me. but you see, that's what I love about Paranormal because there's no right or there's no wrong answer.
0: And you have to tread lightly then when you come across something like this. Before
2: we do anything, uh, we always ground ourselves, we always do a protection prayer at the beginning. We have like salt, you know, we put salt in between our shoes and, you know, we do all that to protect ourselves and at the end we burn sage Every investigation so often attaches it itself you know, to, you know, to us because there is bad forces or bad energy out there. And, I mean, when we, if we believe in good, we have to believe in, in bad. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, again... It's-
3: if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers.
2: It's, uh it's, it's it's one of those you know parts it's paranormal and that's the way it'll always be I mean I mean until we find the proof that there is life after you no know, death I suppose that would stop all the paranormal investigations wouldn't it I mean that <laughs>
1: yeah it would wrap it up for you You'd be like grand job mm. uh, <laughs> the investigations are now complete but who did you say was um so you said you did this picture and this ghost from the castle Ellen house in County Galway was of uh, what was it Walter Peter Lambert uh, Walter, who was he
2: he inherited Castle Ellen House. Um, they're a family of um, Anglo Irish people. Um, they, lived, they lived in a castle across Castle the House. They built Castle Island House back in 1810, and um, as I said, they had outgrown the small castle. The ruins of the small castle are still. Visible when you stand at the front of Castle Ellen House, you can still see the ruins. I mean, Castle Ellen House itself has a very long history. It includes Edward Carson, um, Northern Ireland's first Prime Minister. His mother was born in Castle House. You mm. know, so you know there's a lot of history here. Oscar Wilde used to visit there on the summer holidays. <laughs> and um, as I said, you know yourself about the, the the trial of the century. You had Carson and you had Oscar Wilde. Basically, you had Carson sue and Oscar Wilde on behalf of the Marquise of Queensbury in a case involving Oscar Wilde's affair with him. Marquis son so there's a lot of history in the house I mean Walter Peter Lambert I believe was in Tumbe in the Imperial Hotel he choked to death in 1892 and what what, now this is what got us now this is what really got us wanting to do an investigation in here because we heard that the maids were cleaning out his bedroom when they apparently that day when he was up in Chum, he had already died one of the maids said that we see oh there's um, Sir Lambert coming up the drive he apparently never walked on foot he only tra- he travelled by horse and carriage but later few hours later they found out that their uh, I say Sir Lambert died they obviously the remains were brought down from Chum, and the horse and carriage would not cross the gates and this is what got us really intrigued as paranormal investigators. We wanted to do an investigation here. And they would not cross. No matter how many times they poked and they coaxed the horses, they just wouldn't get over the uh, gateway. They dragged all the horses from the stables down from the back of the rear of the house, I should say. They wouldn't cross the actual gateway. So what they had to do, the workers, the house, the land, had to bring the actual um, remains up, carry it up themselves. So that right away, was, that was something that we really were keen to get on the investigate.
0: Where does that go from here now? Well you see
2: Saoirse to be honest the, the, the castle itself the, the current owner bought it in 1970 uh, in the 70s I should say I mean it was falling in the ruins um, yeah. he's done a lot of work there. I mean he was more than happy for us to do a paranormal investigation in the castle he's hes a man that's in his um, in the early 80s late 70s and he was happy for us to do an investigation he doesn't want to know anything about it he just told us to go ahead do your investigation and the and he was quite, it was quite generous of him to do that. The only thing that he was concerned about as paranormal investigators, we need to have ins- liability insurance. So obviously we have our liability, we yeah. had insurance. That was the only concern he had. Once he seen our insurance, he gave us the green light to do an investigation in the house after us telling him about what we've done a research about the house.
0: And is he worried? No, no, no not
2: not at all, not at all, Christian. As I said, he he's one of your he'd be one of those gentlemen. Like I said, again, late seventies, early eighties. He'd be more you know different generation. Like you know, it doesn't bother him. Uh,
1: by the way, if you've just tuned in, we're chatting to uh, Richard Morrison from Paranormal Supernatural Investigations Ireland. They came across this uh, ghost they claim of, of Walter Peter Lambert over in the, uh, the Castle Ellen House down in County Galway. And um, uh, apart from this investigation which you've done and you've gotten these photos that are up on your Facebook page at the moment, what have been some of the other weirdest, strangest? Scariest experiences That you have Personally experienced While investigating Paranormal activity
2: Yes um, That would be in Tyrone House In Kilcoggan Again in Galway Uh, We were down in the basement Of um, Let's explain Tyrone House And we were doing um, And we were doing Like an EVP So basically uh, An EVP session Doing a voice recording session And all of a sudden We were asking questions And there was a few stones That were chucked In our direction There was only three Of us down there And they were thrown down And hit one of our legs no, the One of our colleagues legs I should say you <sighs> So basically, that was a bit of a fright, because like I say, a bit of a fright, a bit of a shock, because we wouldn't be saying that we're scared or frightened because we wouldn't be in that line of work, hormic, you know? So mm. we wouldn't, I mean, it was just a bit of a shock, but I mean, there was no explanation for that. That was in Tyrone House explained on the basement, so I mean, they weren't stones that dropped, there were stones that was actually physically thrown at our legs, I should say. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have some great footage there from uh, Lee Castle that we got last year, and I mean, we were following up from another paranormal group's findings about the man in the mirror, we were intrigued by that and we got a great picture where it looks like a painting, you'd think it was a painting but it's not, it's like one of those oil paintings it's an actual, it's an actual mirror but you can see clearly a picture of a man with his hair parted in the middle with a moustache in the mirror um, we have an image too in Lee Castle in the hallway the main hallway, where if down by the curtain, it looks like, our backs are obviously slightly turned, we're reviewing footage and it looks like there's somebody just peering out looking, you can see the little head and everything, he's looking directly at us I mean that's again all on the page
1: God I mean have you ever been in a house where you you know you talk about doing audio recordings have you ever heard stuff that you, you can't explain while you're trying to communicate
2: yes uh, we've we, we have got that at Strongford Castle we done an investigation last year and this believe it or not for me, this was done live and that uh, was very good now when we done it live because they could see that it was t- there was no tampering or nothing we done an EVP session where um, we asked a question and funny enough the to do with the castle itself this castle was built back in the 15th century it was owned by the de Burgo family the Burke family I should say and I translate that way we asked the question and all of a sudden there's a like a, a disembodied voice none of our voices it's, 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 it's none of our voices and all of a sudden you can just hear and it's like Burke I mean we've of the we play it over you can hear it and uh, that that took us way by surprise
0: I think you could probably go for days to various places especially in Ireland and find some kind of ghost like figure
2: yeah definitely I was getting back to like Ireland Ireland's very ancient I mean we've we've got land there that's ancient like thousands of years old. I mean, as I said, there has to be residual energy. has to be residual energy, I should say. You know, and I mean, anywhere you can go, you can go anywhere in Ireland and, and you'd be guaranteed. As a paranormal investigator, it doesn't have to be a specific building. Just anywhere that you know that there's been a lot of like Battle of Auburn we done an investigation there we got a, a, an EVP again where clearly a voice comes through and says no we asked the question I don't remember exactly what we said but the answer was no you know and then you know yourself the Battle of Auburn where uh, thousands of lives were lost there you can go to you, do, you can do investigations around areas like that
1: for someone listening who you know you come across them all the time you know the sceptical people who just won't give you the time of day or someone listening who just won't believe what they're hearing what, what, what would you say to them
2: well Cormac to be honest, there's not much. All uh, all you can say is just look with an open mind. I mean, you can't force mm. people to believe what you do, and uh, yeah, I know, and I'd never do that either. You know, I, I mean, you, you just have to. Uh, just uh, all I could say was just have an open mind, look at um, the evidence that we actually gather. You know, it's it just it's just look at it yourself. Because there's a lot of people that's just pure right away, doors up, uh, doors shut straight away. No, nope no, nope, nope. they just don't want. To, they just don't want to believe it. I think that's probably the way it is. It's not that they would like it, they just don't want to believe it. So. I'd just say have an open mind and uh, you know, look at the bigger picture
1: Yeah and speaking of that uh, for, if you want to have a look at the guys' pictures and any of the videos that they have recorded over the last while Richard where is your the group's Facebook page?
2: Oh well, yeah, it's on Facebook, sorry, it's under Paranormal Supernatural Investigations Ireland.
1: Perfect, so listen, Perfect. I recommend you go have a look at Paranormal Supernatural Investigations Ireland on Facebook, you can see that photo of the the ghost from County Galway if you're looking to uh, if you're wondering what it actually looked like. Listen uh, Richard Morrison, thanks a million for giving up your time this evening.
2: Cormac, can I just say a big thank you to the, the members of our team too, please because yeah, for- they say, yeah, I know I'm only on him. myself, but again, all this involves a lot of teamwork. And I'd like to say a thank you to PJ Kavanagh, the founder, all PSI Ireland, Ronan O'Grady, David Fitzgerald, um, Anthony Douglas and Philip Costello. So I just because without those guys we wouldn't be we wouldn't be able to get these results because it, it's a big team effort to get all of this um you know thank to find this evidence, I should say.
1: Lovely. Well uh, there you go. Listen, Dave then thanks and we thank you again for coming on and giving you your time this evening and we'll chat you again soon.
2: That's great, Cormac. Thanks for watching. Thanks,